0: I gotta, I gotta right. maybe get out sometime before I make it down there. Before I shame spray myself. Spray pattern.
1: Spray pattern is a little. Well, hey, listen, we can go have a really delightfully driving range experience if you want to, because there's true. one by our house that's classic. <laughs> like, I, I cannot tell. I, I swear, I don't know how far I hit anything. I'm just like <laughs> at this point. I'm just judging like trajectory and like towardance is all I'm really judging. I'm like, you know, we will figure this out when we're out there. What we do here is go back, 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 back. ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the wheel route podcast this is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends we talk about college football and lifestyle you can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com, at the Wheel Route on Twitter, wheelroutpodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And we are available via Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all of those. And on the website, actually, you can just push play right there. Smash the play button right on the website. Uh, my name's Logan Whitehouse. Come to you guys from Stewart, Florida. I'm on Twitter at on the dawn uh lovely day in south florida i think there is a a bit of a tropical situation going on in the gulf again so t's and p's to the crew over there but um i think that's going to make for a, a pretty good run of hot dry weather here in south florida it was like damn near 90 degrees today it was hot gentlemen who's here
2: my name is jordan shank i am still in harrisonburg virginia where we had a real cold, wet, nasty one yesterday, Sunday. Things improved a <laughs> bit today. Should continue to improve this week. I'm also on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan, uh, where it's been it's been a rough one for the past couple of days on that website. But on the bright side, we've got our boy Lane Kiffin just really tweeting through it right now. Um, <laughs> Love to so, see stay strong lane he is showing some some growth and maturity at this point in his life um so if you want to go check that out go for
0: it oh that was your that was your capper got it sorry um yeah my name is jason kreck i am also in i tweet things at jason kreck and i'm also in the friendly city of harrisonburg um yeah just not a not a great day on the weather front if we're being honest um thanks, thanks with, for being honest. With, people, a,
1: people have honesty the most.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um go with go with a big fall day. I uh, wasn't a fan. Not uh not what we needed on today of all days. So
1: Jason, your voice sounds like it's running out of steam. You've been yelling at some social media interns. I now. wish.
0: I think I'm just really tired. I think it's just, like as sad as that sounds. I think I'm hey, just tired
1: now. <sighs> Been there, dude. I got up. I got up. Uh, listen, and this is—I I say this not to brag in any way. Got up early to go to the gym on Saturday. Did not get my like two and a half hours of sort of drift in and out of sleep on Saturday afternoon right. that I usually get.
0: Punish totally me. killed me.
1: Oh, oh man, yeah, just—I've I've been behind ever since.
0: oh well, give me bad. give me one second here. I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna see if that works <clears> at <throat> all. Okay, there we go. Right. That was a,
1: that was productive, guys. It, Clearly it was not, a productive it, not clear. Yeah, productive clear, not symptomatic at all. So we're we're good there. What are you boys uh, drinking this fine evening?
2: Uh, we're we're evening. towards the end of October, so legally I have to drink all of my Oktoberfest beers by November first. This one is the Sierra Nevada offering of the Oktoberfest. Um, is it good? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, it's a little disappointing. I think the the flavor profile is a little muted for for my tastes. Um, Interesting. So I feel
1: like Nevada typically has like pretty bold flavors too.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of where where some of my disappointment lies is I'm not used to not used to seeing that muted of a uh, flavor profile from them. So not sure if I got a bad batch or or if it's just not one of their stronger, um, recipes but I'm drinking it it's cold
1: there is a a new um, coffee and coffee shop you know that has beer a white people establishment in Stewart <laughs> yes. and uh, it's also a record store in case you were wondering ah. so we, we've got the holy trinity of think of caucasity uh, but believe me I went uh, there this weekend and they had they purported to have that on tap they actually didn't end up having it so I'm glad I went that's a different option but I was gonna get that. I was gonna to try to compare notes with you, Damn.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, you're not missing a whole lot, unless this right. is a one-off. But we'll see.
1: Cracky, what it is? Shake it off. Yeah. Put some dirt on
0: it, buddy. I just drilled my finger right on the table. Yeah. That was unfortunate. That bring the
2: pitching coach out for that so, one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna.
0: <laughs> the old wings bothering me a bunch already. So, um, to mm-hmm. ease that pain, I am consuming another Hardywood Richmond lager. Nice. Very nice. Shouts out to the Piedmont.
2: Smooth and trusty.
0: Is Richmond in the uh, Is Richmond in the Piedmont area, or do we think that's full Tidewater? Um, I it's got the coastal it. plain. I would call that coastal plain. You think yeah. it makes it all the way over? That's probably fair. To be official,
1: because was got, kind
0: of smack dab in the middle of the Piedmont. Is that what we're thinking? Charlotte's you got the title influence like pretty in the fully Piedmont.
1: Games. Piedmont. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I think you prior. Right. I think I think Richmond's kinda of on the border, but I think it's where the Piedmont or where the Piedmont ends, if anything. Richmond's such a sure. nonconformist. It just yeah. does what it <laughs>
2: wants.
0: It's hipsters from top to bottom, even in
2: geography. But
1: all taps. Um I have this is the fresh coconut fresh from Civil Society Brewing in Abacoa. Um I've had the fresh on the podcast before, but this is the coconut variety. It is fine. I don't um it. To me, the fresh is actually probably one of my favorite beers, and the coconut doesn't make it better to me. But it's it's still good, if that makes sense.
2: Is how how uh, strong does the coconut come through?
1: It um it tastes like a beer, but it it smells like coconut, if that makes sense. Interesting. Like it has coconut essence, not Mm -hmm. necessarily coconut like sweet flavor. Like it um
2: it smells like uh, you like know, does it nice smell sunscreen. like sun sunscreen at all? Yeah. or yeah, yeah, like sunbump. Yeah, that would yeah. be kind of off-putting. I, mean, <laughs> I would. It's kind of like,
1: have you ever had a coconut Lacroix?
2: It, yes. It's the same thing with that. Yes. La, La Croix. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the same thing with that. It's like I think I like this, but it smells like I should be slathering it all over myself, not that like, I should be drinking it. <laughs> so this yeah. is
2: odd. That kind of sensory confusion just doesn't doesn't play well with me, personally. There was a
1: there was a hot minute there where people were doing coconut lacroix and cold brew coffee that was that was the buzz for a minute
2: okay also a very, very caucasity thing to do <laughs> I uh, might may or may not have I've heard
1: a full breakdown
2: of this from uh,
1: on uh rest in peace the uh, Bill Connolly and Stephen Godfrey's podcast yeah so podcast mm-hmm. ain't played nobody Shout out um okay very good oh well while we're, while we're talking booze Jordan, you got into the ranch waters this weekend. I did. Uh, how was your how was your ranch water experience? I I did a better job on Saturday with the one than I did on on the podcast, so I'm excited to hear
2: you. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um I do have so over the years in in various fishing travels, you know, you pick up some flasks and flask tools. So I've got a little like flask funnel filler uh oh, nice. tool and that does really well to add the tequila and the lime juice to the topo chico bottle um where did it you find cleaner. the topo chico uh i i found it at the walmart super center it was in the uh the kind of strangely named hispanic foods section <laughs> right, of right. grocery yeah. um right by the haritos uh so mm-hmm. if anybody's looking looking for the the topos that's where they might be um yeah, I think so I took your suggestion Logan and did the key lime juice. Great great note uh for the listeners out there. <laughs> don't don't yeah. go fresh lime, go key lime juice. Um I think the the toughest part is kind of figuring out what kind of balance you want, like how much of the bubbly water do I drink down before I add yes my lime and my tequila and how much lime especially do I add um, but that's part of the fun you know trial and error and yeah you want it to look wrong? I think there's like a certain kind of cloudiness that the lime juice
1: adds to the water want you want it to look a little briny like like seawater I yeah. think so but it was good what tequila did you use
2: uh, I've got uh, the the people's tequila Terramana from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> um, guys okay. i've i've said it before but i really don't want to like it as much as i do it's it's smooth <laughs> as hell and it's yeah. it's pretty damn good um so i recommend recommend giving it a shot if if you're so inclined uh in that aisle of whatever store you frequent
1: yeah i'm i'm gonna be scouting out some new uh we we we, we pushed through our bottle of Espalón Repasado this weekend so um we'll see we'll see what's next
2: yeah it's like at the abc store up here so i i typically drink the the white tequilas or the silver depending on what what you call it but so this stuff is about the same price as the the stuff you were drinking the white version of it so in um, that in that zone yeah i prefer i prefer this over that but it's uh, not. Uh, it's
1: not salsa or uh, friggin' Margaritaville or
2: <laughs> whatever. The awful yeah, ones not are. quite. It's a little. It's a little bit above the bottom, which is good. Very good. Good enough. Which is to where I make my money as well. Yeah,
0: Jason. Have we talked about this? Are you a tequila man? I am mostly, almost entirely not a tequila man. <laughs> <laughs> mostly entirely not. All right. Yeah, so, in just... what
1: situation do you find yourself being a tequila man? Like, I mean, I'll drink the extreme, extreme, uh, extreme uh, peer plastic. pressure
0: cheat codes like I'll I'll drink a margarita, I'll you know that sort of thing. But I don't will know. Will you do
1: a tequila shot? If, will will you find yourself getting pressured into doing a tequila shot if it's like a big group event? Uh
0: yeah. i okay. I can be convinced, but not uh, pleasantly. And well, it no, will I mean you're, you're not down very close it's general. rarely with yeah. a
2: smile on his face yeah not so impression. much not
0: so much it's Not much. i time. mean to,
1: to be honest like if you find yourself in a situation where there's like numerous tequila shots it's probably not going to be a smile on many people's face by the Correct. end of things but it's hey it's going to be a comet ride it's going to be a comet ride to frown town it's going to be you something
2: know? we're all going to that's the same right. place just
1: a different <laughs> at that that's point. right very good all right cool so i'm um, glad uh you did that had a lovely evening on on Saturday. Watched uh, watched Alabama put it on Tennessee, and uh, had some smoked meats and drank some ranch waters. Mm. So, a real... you got
0: some you got some smoked meats. I had some smoked
1: meats. Friend of the podcast, Mike Ortega, he's got a, he's got the same camp chef you do, actually. Oh, shout out! So, he did a couple beef ribs and a couple pork butts. We had some tacos. It was great. It was a lot of food. It was a tremendous amount. Still working on it. So, shout out to him. Oh, thank you. I uh, felt bad rolling in with four avocados worth of guacamole, thinking that I was really doing something. It's like, oh man,
0: it's
1: a lot of meat. In, there's a lot of meat in here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm bringing Anyhow. something green right.
2: to the table.
1: That's right. Uh, any other any other no, new notable news items from uh, Rocktown? Rainy, cold weekend.
0: Mm. I I don't know.
2: That about covers. Good
1: facial facial hair update for you guys. Jordan still looking good. Stash very thick. Jason, yep. what? Bushiness is coming in nicely. Yeah,
0: it feels it feels weird. I don't know. I'm not used to the full yeah. beard.
1: You've gone past the itchy part and it's now yeah. just like it's just no, like hair. Yeah. Not just hangs out. So, yeah. So I I'm think I'm
0: probably gonna, gonna trim it up. I don't know. We'll see if I make the weekend. I don't know. What
1: this weekend or next weekend?
0: This weekend. Halloween. Yeah. It's Gonna get great. You you're,
2: you're, you're gonna put some uh some just for men in there to complete your lumberjack costume.
0: <laughs> I'd have to. I don't know the the light brown lumberjack doesn't be work like too well.
2: The up. Scandinavian lumberjack, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very the, polite. Or the you Nordic. could just
0: be like a
1: member.
2: Of,
1: you could be, or you could just be a member of Good Charlotte. One or the other. So those are your, <laughs> those are the two options. Maybe the tan, um, the, the tan beard, as you called it, which is yeah, funny. it's just it's
0: the blurry, <laughs> the blurry chin beard. Right. Uh, um, you guys, I'm giving, uh, I'm drinking the night before I give blood. That's one thing that I'm doing, so that'll be fun. You giving, you're giving blood tomorrow? Yep. Just
2: eat a good breakfast. Cranking it, cranking it out every
0: 60 days from here on out. I decided it's time to actually do some good in the world.
1: That's good, Jason. I'm glad you could you could do that for me because your boy your boy just can't. I can't get in there. I, can't get in there I was like
0: that. I was present I just, for Logan's first blood donation
1: attempt. I've just, I've just gotten to the point where if I have to go like get blood drawn, I can just be like, just do it to me, <laughs> and then just be like, I don't know, it's weird. I wish I. I, mean, I wish you know, I your, that. our
0: first experience with, with giving blood was literally uh, a girl coming out and just spending three minutes talking about the horror show that she just went through. Like, yeah, oh yeah, they missed the pain. and then they like turning out, and then oh, <laughs> just like sweaty palms, like Ooh, I never and then blood everywhere. A- I never had a visual definition of ashen-faced before that yeah. moment. <laughs> With all like, the color right. left Logan's face. Just like I'm gonna sit down. You, no, you go ahead. You're good. You. Uh, you're good. Can I get? You guys got peanut M&Ms back
1: there. Can I get some <laughs> just for me? I've been standing in line for two and a half minutes, and uh, that's why I'm out of it. I, I high school blood drives
2: door. in that tiny little. Ox gym that yeah, always smelled gym. like the wrestling team. Correct. We're so wild. It's like, oh, now it smells like the wrestling team and Domino's Pizza. And,
0: <laughs> and it we was have not kids
2: giving blood.
0: Not a ton of ventilation in <laughs> yeah. that auxiliary gym.
1: Were you guys present for when I concussed myself in the Ox gym playing the dizzy bag Game during during a club <laughs> that hour? That was that I
0: Was Ox gym?
1: Oh, you're right. It was, but yeah. that also smelled. That also smelled like the. uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That room. was literally was, the wrestling. I think it was room. called the wrestling room, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. No, anyway, so I'm giving blood tomorrow. I got, uh, I got O negative, so I got to take advantage. Oh boy! The world can uh, have my blood.
2: Take, take my blood.
1: It. Cool. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Jordan, any any uh, exciting additions to the world? Oh. Uh... Great. You're good. That you're making
2: uh not that oh uh the uh the front struts for my car finally hit the market so i got those i've got four struts in my apartment hallway now waiting to get swapped into the car at some point before uh things get it's gonna really be a cold brand new ride. and i don't want to be in the garage for very long um so stay tuned i'm sure we'll have lots of content uh, based on that going super smoothly
1: yeah um cool uh Emily and I spent a uh, a fair amount of time yesterday on the lowes dot com uh kitchen design tool <laughs> so we have really we're really getting deep into the woods here on how we want to maybe uh, try to make some kitchen renovations around these parts
2: exciting so, uh,
1: yeah so maybe maybe we'll let you guys take a celebratory sledgehammer to the wall while you're here or something It'd be a good time but uh yeah that was kind of fun and guys these brown spots in my yard they appear to have gotten bigger I, I don't think it's getting better i don't really know what the issue is i think i might have to call on a professional which i really didn't want to do but i don't know that grass is like it's fine and it's getting enough water it's been raining every day i, I don't know why it's so brown um there's like i thought i thought it was getting better after i did my uh i did my treatments but so anyhow,
2: it's not it's not you sleepwalking and taking peas out in the yard and killing the grass, no, is it? No, I know
1: I know that's I'm not surprised where that spot is. I, I'm this is this is a front this is a front yard
2: situation. That is a known spot.
1: Yeah, that is a known a known urea concentration subsurface urea concentration.
0: Um, Just an aggressive use of that word. Uh, urea
1: diesel diesel exhaust fluid. That's what that is okay yeah but it's so close to urethra that <laughs> well where do you think urea comes from out of
0: we spent so, so much body. time talking about this right?
1: <laughs> all right okay let's get into it a little bit florida missouri was canceled this week uh, i'm trying to think if there's any other <laughs> speaking news speaking of note. Urea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of urea um side note missouri beat kentucky this week in like a very bizarre scoreline it was 20 to 10 hmm. kentucky completed four total passes I hope it was like raining sideways, but anyhow, no, just, it. um, and yeah, we welcomed the, uh, with, with arms wide open, we welcomed the B1G and the, the Mountain West back to the fray this weekend. So, um, any, any warm and fuzzy feelings having, uh, B1G football back?
0: No.
2: <laughs> Not at all. Gotta say nothing, nothing really, uh, tickled my fancy, from the V1G this weekend.
1: Uh, Ohio State absolutely put it on Nebraska, and um, I don't think that's really that much of a surprise, but I, I often think that this, like, what what do you think Nebraska's thinking? Like, you think they're still completely got their wagon hitched? To the, I mean, they're you're not going to beat Ohio State this year. You're probably not going to beat them next year. You're probably not going to beat them in the foreseeable future without it being, like, super fluky. But is Nebraska getting any better
0: I don't know. I mean, it's tough to judge against Ohio State. Ohio State's a genuine, yeah. like, top three or four team. Um, mm-hmm. I think Nebraska – I don't know. I mean, to be fair, most of my feelings on Nebraska right now don't have anything to do with the football field. So there's that. Uh, but I think Nebraska thinks it's 1996.
2: So. Yeah. I, I do yeah. respect Nebraska doing whatever they do loudly with their chest. But they do like they they're not uh on on the fence about anything like they're really just launching themselves through plate glass windows at this point um but it did produce some some funny tweets they're they're uh, big big loss so i i will appreciate content and and the games <laughs> that create it or create opportunities for it um this is, this is terrible yeah. for our country but this is amazing content this is amazing. i feel bad for our country but this yeah. i feel bad for nebraska but this is in, in <laughs> amazing content um how, do we have off the top of our head do we know how many more years old mr scott frost has on his deal remaining
1: cool. like a seven year deal so at least four yeah
2: uh, he's only been there for two right this it, his... it feels like so long, though. This is That's second true. or third. I want to say this is his third.
0: This is his third. Um,
2: it's just such a a sticky situation when it's the hometown hero, and it's not going so hot. And you're <laughs> talk talking a really big game, but you're not really backing it up quite yet.
0: Most so most um, of the way through last year. He signed a two-year extension. Huh. Oh, through twenty twenty-six. So. so he has. Get that, hey, get that money, Scott. This season Five plus six period. more seasons.
2: Hell yeah, brother! His agent. What what a Christmas card he's gonna be getting. Oh, um. Well, have have fun, Nebraska. I guess.
0: I'm sure they
1: will. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure that's his. That's as good as I don't want to say as good as they're going to do. I mean, I think that was a good hire. I wanted Florida to hire him, um, but you know, I, I think he. Yeah, uh, but
2: I I kind of keep keep coming back to like the whole emotional attachment side yes. of this thing. Like who who is the guy who turned down going back? Was it Jeff Brom to Louisville? Because he I think was so. he was just kind of like, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. And at the Granted, time, I was like, "Well, was that that cool sounds fact. kind of crazy." But now, yeah, maybe it's not so crazy. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, hard to say. I think the Louisville athletics department was in slightly bit of more upheaval than Nebraska maybe was. I don't know if that's true, but that seemed like I think I feel like that was very soon after the Patino thing. And then yep. their AD had some issue, and that's uh, Everything else. So, all right. Well, this has been. Way too much B1G dis- discussion, but yeah. we'll That's get after B1G. it a little bit more.
0: I think we're covered for the next couple of weeks. Now, I'll yeah. uh, we'll talk <laughs>
1: talk That's games. Our B1G we did not-
2: preview <laughs> that we didn't do last week.
1: <laughs> right, right. Ohio State's going to win the conference. All right, um, so <laughs> lock it up. Side uh, the games we did not pick for the uh, for the week. Feel free to shout anything out if you got anything that looks juicy or interesting. Wisconsin put it on Illinois, and then their quarterback tested positive for COVID. And apparently is awaiting to get his test confirmed. Because big the Big Ten policy is if you test positive for COVID, you're out for 21 days. So um, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about the false positives or whatever. And I think that they are checking that to make sure. He, uh, I forget what his last name is, Mertz or Wurtz or Mertz, something like that. I think. Mertz, uh, yeah, I think he's a freshman. Highest ranked recruit in Wisconsin history. That's and correct. he overtook the guy who took them to the Rose Bowl last year, uh, who is still on the team, and I guess ostensibly maybe gets to play now if uh, if old Mr. QB guy has the COVIDs. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Wisconsin just – I mean, he was 21 of 22, I think. They shredded Illinois. 20 of 21, not, but yeah. There you go. Yeah,
0: he just um, picked them apart. He Kansas looked Kansas good. And I was, watched a little bit of this game. He looked. He looked good.
1: Yeah, I caught it in passing uh, a little bit and it just looked like they were kind of doing what they wanted and yeah, couldn't tell couple, of,
0: Like he, it's not like he was hitting wide open receivers. He made a couple of good throws, but they, all, they also definitely had a, a talent advantage. So it's
1: it's Wisconsin. They they I, I don't think they asked their quarterback to do too much, and I think no. that's I think that's a fair assessment. But yeah, yeah he'll
0: no, be, be very good for them. Yeah.
1: Um North Carolina State and North Carolina. I think North Carolina rained terror. I did this was I did not watch this game. Um sorry to North Carolina State for your quarterback injury issues, but North Carolina righted the ship.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Go Tar Heels. Georgia Southern. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is gonna stay ranked. They put it on Georgia Southern. So good for them. Go for the go Chanticleers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, uh, that's what Jason says. Go clears. And, uh, I've never said
0: that. You won't make me. <laughs> we'll keep it, we'll keep it
1: moving. All right. Auburn at Ole Miss. This one was kind of fun. Jordan alluded to it at the beginning. I did watch this game this afternoon. Um, this was a, this was kind of a fun, kind of a fun sec game we had. It wasn't like out of control track meet scoring. Uh, Knicks looked a little bit better for Auburn. I'll try to give some credit where it's due. They seem to make more use of his, uh, of his feet in sort of the quarterback run game. And um, yeah. So, I mean, the, the main takeaway for this game though, is that Auburn kind of gets lucky for potentially the fifth time this year or fourth time this year and wins a football game. They could very well be one and four. They could very well be oh and five based on uh, the outcome of some, some dubious officiating situations um, in a lot of their games. But yeah, uh, yeah, Auburn wins, Ole Miss, I mean, the the last play of the game – well, not last play of the game, but there was a punt at the end of the game in which the Auburn returner was – was it was a Peter, Peter, Peter situation. He didn't Peter hard enough and get away from it. And uh, it touched his finger, and they ruled that it, I guess, rolled into the end zone for a touchback, and um, they did not review it. And Jordan Blaine was fairly upset about this after the game, yes? Uh,
2: he was. Um I think the the content I saw was today's press conference where he was late getting on the call and he said he was late because he had just gotten off the phone with whoever head of SEC officiating, I'm assuming was, and basically said without saying the exact words that they told him they blew it, but there's nothing they could do. Uh, but Lane had to use creative language to relay that message because he wasn't allowed to talk about what got talked about on the call. Uh, yeah, And then they find him anyway. Um, <laughs> well, so he, he made comments after the game basically to that
1: amounted to these guys stop. He's like, how do you not basically he was just bemoaning the fact that he didn't even stop and look at it. Yeah. And he said, how do you got? how did these guys not stop the game they stopped the game a thousand times per game I mean, he said something like along oh, these lines like they stopped the, the game for everything how do you not stop the game there to look at it and um and he's not wrong but it's funny that they can call and admit they were wrong and still find him
2: yeah and so <laughs> i think, like, hey, I think in the today's the presser he said like during the game he asked the side judge like do i need to take a time out and challenge this thing or what's going on and he said he was told that they're looking at it upstairs and there's nothing there. So right. basically don't bother. Um, so, and then it was also funny cause the, the kind of the press corps today tried to move on and ask another question. He interrupted and he was like, guys, I basically had to do like a, a five minute power yoga meditation <laughs> class. Yoga, yeah to keep from blowing my top <laughs> like that's that's how upset i am um yeah but good well, lane for like mostly being level-headed about it and uh not just he seems really like he's made some strides he's made some strides in that yeah. direction
1: um yeah i think he made another good point too that's like he's like they and they're supposed to review all scoring plays too and that was potentially a scoring play for my team if we, they re- recover the ball after mm-hmm. touch the guy and the touchdown so um yeah, I mean that's that's tough, but Auburn Jesus strikes again. Auburn marches on. Uh, Gus, by the skin of his teeth, is just cruising through this season. Uh, I'm sure they'll like randomly like fall flat on their face and beat Alabama or beat Georgia at the end of, or beat Georgia when they play them and um, be able to uh, you know keep Gus around for another year. I do know some Auburn fans not happy with Gus. Not happy. <laughs> I know would that's gonna, that's would
2: you surprise. say they're actively rooting against him or? Just kind
1: of uh, the, fed up, apathetic the young, at this point. The young man I talked to claims to be actively rooting against him. So
0: people are talking about. They come up to him and they say, "Sir, we're rooting against you." Who
1: Who was the name that was bandied about uh, to replace one Gus Malzahn?
2: Brett Lashley,
0: Scott Cochran.
1: Stop! You guys, <laughs> you guys are the worst. Um,
0: he coaches in Lynchburg right now. Yes. Ah,
1: there
2: we go. Yes, one
1: Hugh Free is gonna bring the dental chair to the planes. <laughs> he's he's
2: that running an incredibly funny. potent offense right now. I think he really is. I have Rhett They're
0: blowing out those b two teams. Good for them.
1: <laughs> um, I have I have seen you know the occasional article starting to sprinkle up like you know has he served his penance? Is he ready for another do his his hype? octane attacks gave Alabama fits when he was the coach yeah. in Oxford and he'd do it again. This is time in like...
2: purgatory over. <laughs> uh, anyhow.
1: All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep a BDI on that situation. Ole Miss, uh, they, in this game, actually a little X and O wise, they mixed in, um, the, the backup quarterback, uh, John Reese Plumley a little bit more for, for some running opportunities. Hmm. But I think Matt Corral actually had two rushing touchdowns himself. He seemed a little bit more um, in control of the game. He did throw a pick in the end zone in the first half, which is not a great look uh, coming off a seven interception performance last week. But um, Was regardless, I,
2: I don't want to unfairly besmirch the young man. I, it might have been. It might have only been six. So. Okay.
1: At least seven in those last two weeks, though. Most coaches will tell you that's not gonna. Happen. Hold
0: on. This is relevant to what just happened. Uh, Lane Kiffin literally just tweeted out uh, a YouTube video. Uh, that YouTube was a fairly famous clip with the title, man pays nearly $3,000 bill using a wheelbarrow full of pennies. (laughs) So, Can't wait. Lane's still got some lane in him and I respect it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He just looks kind of like Ben Roethlisberger, which is
0: weird. I can't unsee that. All right,
1: let's let's keep it in the SEC. Alabama was at Tennessee. This is the Cigar Bowl. Um... It went down pretty much like we thought it was going to go down. I think Alabama rolled. Uh, the main storyline here was Jalen Waddle broke his ankles after the rest of the season. Uh, that yeah. sucks. Objectively sucks. Yep. Uh, for him, Alabama's offense is super fun. With him on the field especially, um, they're not going to miss a beat on offense. I don't think they have what appears to be an endless supply of like that guy that plays receiver, which is very troubling. Um. But good for them, you know, <laughs> the rich get richer. Uh, I, you know, Tennessee definitely kind of coming back down to earth here. I, I can't say that we on this podcast maybe didn't foretell that that would happen. Um, but
2: And to take it one step further, they're bottoming out at the perfect time to then. Yeah, win four games. Really, on the back like season. Really turn things up and start gaining <laughs> public sentiment again.
0: Mm-hmm. So we could have we could have blueprinted this one all the way through. Yeah.
2: When did they, they play go, Florida?
0: They got. I mean, to be fair, they got away games at Arkansas, Auburn, and Vanderbilt, and then home games against Texas A&M and Florida. Yeah. Well,
2: Arkansas not a shoe in at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's only one definite win in there, but they're definitely going to steal two others that they have no right to, and yeah.
2: Well, and they yeah. they could very well likely. End up getting invited to a bowl and win their bowl game somehow.
1: But what is what is Tennessee now? They are two and three. They beat South Carolina and Missouri. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So they're two and three. Uh, The maybe pencil in a loss to Texas A and M, Auburn, and I mean probably Florida.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's yeah, but that's 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 making way too much sense. sense. True. True. They do. Play the they're going to lose to Arkansas. They're going to beat Texas A&M. They're going <laughs> to lose to Auburn, and then they're going to beat Vandy in Florida to close yeah, the year. No, they'll they'll
1: find a way to lose to Auburn on like some weird, yeah. um, dubious. You know, the, the cameras in the building, the lights in the building went out. No one saw what happened. And then yeah. Bo Nix is standing in the end zone, the <laughs> soul, the conquering hero. Yeah,
0: I um, mean that's going to happen. And then 100, they're going to they're going to beat Florida. They're going to beat Vanderbilt. And they're going to win the bowl game, and they'll be ranked. 22nd going into next year.
1: Garrett Tano's going to throw for 600 yards against Florida's future <laughs> defense, and they, he's going to be a Heisman front runner. Yeah, uh, coming talking in about this
2: newfangled air raid at Tennessee that they could have <laughs> had if they just hired Mike Leach in the first place.
1: <laughs> this is true. Got gotten ahead of this. Instead of, uh, I still go back and read that freaking article about what things that uh, Jeremy Pruitt looks like.
0: It's just too far. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys read the Big Ten article?
2: Not yet. Uh, no. oh, I needed to. You, me. you fools. I'll put it on my calendar.
0: All
1: right. Any other takeaways from Alabama, Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee is just not there yet, and Alabama was very much uh, just did what they needed to do. and just stays there. What they, needed to you you like they went 42-17 to 17 or something like that. So, All right, Jordan, I, I told you earlier, but I did – I did submit, you know, subject myself to this, but I did watch UVA at Miami this afternoon. Uh, against my better judgment, UVA and Miami continue to play borderline unwatchable football games every time they get together. This is the third straight iteration of this. Uh, Virginia won one in like a sideways rainstorm in like freezing hail two years ago. Sounds I, I right. feel like every I remember that I was in Richmond actually when that happened because I was watching on my phone. The weather um, was not great. That was the game where, uh, old boy that broke his ankle, like ran that dude down across the field. Bryce uh, Hall. yeah. Yeah. Bryce Hall ran that guy down to like save a touchdown and Travis Homer, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was the big play in that game. DK Metcalf style. But, uh, yeah, Virginia at Miami, we really put in a, a, a pretty picture together here, but, uh, this is not a beautiful football game. It was raining to be fair, uh, in this, in South Florida. Uh, I don't know what to say. Virginia, I think Virginia's defense. I was impressed with Virginia's defense. Um, It seemed like Miami's receivers had a particularly nice day on the sidelines catching passes, Mm -hmm. uh, which was odd to see. Uh, But on the whole, I thought Virginia's defense acquitted themselves fine. you You give up a bunch of field goals, basically, to Miami. What was it, a touchdown and three field goals? Touchdowns. It, it was 19 points. So it was a it was
0: touchdown, then two field goals, then a touchdown with a failed two point.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you go. So um it's a shame Virginia couldn't score a little bit more. It seemed like when you know one of Virginia's touchdowns was on an uncovered receiver, uh, just ran down the field and uh they just threw it to him and they scored a touchdown that way, which is a pretty <laughs> good move.
2: Most coaches will tell you if you can ID the receiver that's not it covered. It's just going year. back to the basics of backyard football, you know. <laughs> through, through, X X and O talk. Right? Balls them. go in here. Yep.
1: Yeah. But um yeah, Virginia's offense just seemed like they, you know, probably were bothered by Miami's defense, which I think is a common theme. Uh typically um yeah, I don't really have I don't really have much else to say. It just it was kind of a blah game. It went by Derek King wasn't didn't jump off the page to be awesome. He extended some drives for them as he's one to do. But, yeah.
2: yeah. I I mean, I like in the me- immediate, uh, while it was going on immediate aftermath of it, like I was just so disgusted at, <laughs> oh, what, sure. at what I was watching. Like it felt, it felt like the defense played a lot worse than the score indicated. Um, but, i think to their credit like they did make some plays uh to to hold miami to do some field goals um i again i just keep coming back to like the defense was supposed to theoretically be the strong point of this team coming into this yeah. year um and the safety play yeah, the safety play was not great. It should be noted the UVA was without both of their starting safeties uh, Saturday night, I believe, for right. either COVID testing or contact tracing reasons. Um, so that, that's not ideal, uh, especially going up against Miami-type speed. Uh, Miami's first touchdown, you had Noah Taylor playing safety for some reason. Uh, which is not what what you want to see out there. Uh, you're you like six seven outside linebacker dropping into <laughs> coverage against one one of the faster guys in the ACC. Um, yeah, I think like the real backbreaker for the offense was that uh, drive next last drive of the first half where they ended up missing a 36 yard field goal, but they had they had second and goal at the seven. At one point, um, second down, you get absolutely blown up for a sack loss of 12 or 14 yards, I think. Uh, on the next play, Armstrong rolls yeah. right, makes a great read, great throw. You got a touchdown side of the end zone. You're going up 14 7, and that gets called back because your one tight end covers up your other tight end. You got a legal man downfield. Uh, so you got to go get a chunk of that back on third down, and then your field goal kicker pushes a 36 yarder right. Uh, so you go from being up 14 7 to you're still tied 7 7. Yeah, no points, no game, yeah. right? Um, so that was that was a big bummer. Uh, yeah, and then I think the weather did have some impact on Armstrong throwing the ball. Um, It's, it's really weird watching UVA's offense this year. Like it doesn't feel like the passing game hits a lot of receivers while they're in motion. Like it feels like they're throwing two guys who are standing still and instead of hitting them in stride and letting them continue to run. um, Minimal yak opportunity. Yeah. And so again, when you're playing against a team with Miami speed, you're you're not giving your guys a chance to maximize yardage, maximize scoring opportunities. Instead, you're giving Miami's defenders time to drive on the ball. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of stuff needs to get cleaned up, gets needs to get improved on secondary, uh, especially once again, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Good thing this year doesn't count. So, uh, it's fine, right? Right. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Um. Yeah. Just kind of a disappointing game, and I mean Miami didn't look good. I guess the 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 positive Miami fan would say, "Hey, Miami played bad, and they still found a way to win against a, you know respectable opponent." Not like I don't think beating beating Virginia is going to win you any uh um, awards this year, but I think that's fine.
2: Yeah, and that's the uh, other uh, thing is like. It, it was a winnable game for Virginia and so that's why it's frustrating to like see stuff not go super well because it wasn't right. like oh yeah, they sure. were never in the game to begin with and they just didn't have it that night they had just enough yeah. of it to give you teases of well they might do it but they're not haha right. <laughs> lol
1: great catch by Paul Jan back the back of the instant though it was tremendous catch yeah Jason, was, you see that play? The, the the one touchdown who catch covered
2: up on the illegal uh, man downfield, but you know.
0: I think I did see that catch. I think I, the, I think I saw it on the I think I saw a picture on the Twitters.
1: Like amazing he was able to just stab his leg out and like get his foot in the end zone because he was, was, the was one where he was back,
0: like he was fully out of bounds, right? And then he, he was being forced out, out. out, yeah, right? like, Yeah.
2: Well yeah. Remember back in the day when pretty much the right. same as the uh Ohio State kid had had a very similar catch saturday
1: yes yeah remember oh, back it, in the day when like the refs could say that you were forced out and you just like got the catch Man, those were those, that, was a <laughs> that was the wild west they just assumed
2: you would come down with like it. Yeah. they assumed you were just
1: gonna come down and just just stick it moss style but oh well all right uh let's keep it moving here penn state goes down to indiana Woo. kind of a wild scenario at the end of this game uh, um we saw this crop up a couple times this weekend, but we had a classic score-too-fast situation, and uh, that allowed Indiana to uh, go down the field and, and tie the game. So um, did have a tremendous single-man effort on a uh, reach for the pylon. Some great photos came out of this game. Uh, Michael Penix, another former former Florida State quarterback uh, target. It's amazing. These guys are everywhere. Um, reaching for the uh, the pylon – I mean, they called it a touchdown on the field, which is wild. And I guess they decided they couldn't overturn it. Pretty crazy to watch it frame by frame. But he was like, could not have been closer to the ground as he was extending the ball towards the pylon. And I guess the pylon and uh, yeah, touchdown, touchdown's good for him. But that basically brought Indiana back in the game. And then uh, Indiana goes ahead and wins the game. So shouts to them.
2: Yeah. My my James Franklin uh, trust issues starting to get get confirmed here.
0: I saw. So, uh, so I think I saw the very end of this game. I like turned it on just in time for the for the stretch. Uh, this was yeah. also the game, I believe. What in Penn State had the ball in like the fourteen, and Indiana let them score. Basically, but, like, yes. Except like deceived the running back into. Going full sprint and then it was back very out.
1: similar to the Todd Gurley situation on yeah. Sunday. Poor Todd Gurley,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, those pictures at the end were awesome, and that was like, I think he got in, I, I think the officials got it right. Um, yeah, yeah. it was just it was a really cool scene. Good for Indiana, kudos to them, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Good for
1: Indiana, and shout out to them also, too, for scoring in overtime and going for two and to win. Yeah. Yes. Like, I love it. I love that I love that energy. Um, I'm glad it worked out for him. You know, never see uh,
0: how many yards do you think Penn State gained on the game? Uh well I'm three hundred and seven. Four hundred and eighty eight. Oh. How many do you think Indiana gained on the game?
1: Well, they had two quarters that scored zero points. So Okay, here's three hundred and seven.
0: Two
1: hundred and eleven. <laughs> oh, split the wow.
0: difference. I was right there. Man. He scored thirty-six points on two hundred and eleven yards.
1: That's the Will. That's the Will Muschamp tribute game right that's there. It's incredible. That's like, continues to be amazing that Will Muschamp's teams will their like first. dominate yardage and time of possession and lose.
0: Their first drive. Their first. Sorry, not the first drive. Their first score was a field goal in the second quarter. A nine-play, twenty-two-yard drive. Oh man! Thirty-four-yard field goal. Awful. I think, uh, I think the, the had a four the, yard touchdown drive, the UVA missed field
2: goal drive that I was bemoaning was a 12, 12 play 30 yarder. I believe <laughs> gross. Love it. These, these things are all over the place. You just got to know where to look for them.
1: Yes, for sure. All right. So Penn state goes down. They were number eight. You imagine they'll be uh, sliding down the rankings. Uh, we have to ask if Rutgers is back. So Rutgers put it on <laughs> Michigan state. Uh, Michigan State. Uh, who's going to be coaching Michigan State pretty soon? They Luke they have to be the fickle. next like the next Big Ten job that comes open, right? I mean that Luke you can't fickle. lose to Rutgers. Yeah, maybe Shiano goes to Rutgers. I mean, goes to uh, Penn, uh, Michigan State. That'd be fun.
2: <laughs> for, he
1: seems to match for Shiano. And match, nobody else Match the brand there. Yeah, I just don't know if the uh, D'Antonio. Uh, Tree. Is it D'Antonio or D'Antoni? D'Antonio. D'Antonio. Uh, if 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 some of his like uh, crusty hardo football guy stuff is worn off, or if like they could only be good if he and Narduzzi were in there, like canceling each other out for like awfulness. Um, <laughs> but it, it it would appear that there are just some issues there um, that Michigan State's going to need to deal with because they were actually like I mean, they, Michigan State made the playoff. Remember that? Yeah. That- they got absolutely train-wrecked by they Bama. They ramshackled
2: but, by Alabama, but they were there.
1: They were there, and you know, they win the game. Uh, regardless, just wanted to point that out. i Ohio say look strong. We mentioned that. I don't know if there was any. I think Maryland looked bad. I think uh, uh, Tua's younger brother played, but I heard they were pretty bad. Yeah, I don't
0: think he so, looked very good. Oh, uh, well, got to oh, do, uh, gotta do. Yeah, Maryland. Maryland looked bad to the tune of a forty-three to three loss to Northwestern.
1: Oh, giving up forty-three nerds. to Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald has them boys tuned up.
2: As Medill grads, uh, we love to see it. To Absolutely. Say.
1: All right, Jordan, take us into the pick review segment. Be be care. Be clear on how we did this week, please. Oh, and, this uh, week
2: I should yeah. be very clear. About <laughs> this week we you should. <laughs> I see. Listen, I don't get these
1: that often. This is a good year for me. Too bad this year doesn't count. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. This year doesn't count. Yeah, see? (laughs) All right. Uh, Into the picks' house, we go, as always, five games against the spread. You know what it is. We are not Uh, value hunting
1: either. (laughs) There is no value hunting. As
2: evidenced by our overall record, we are not hunters of value or uh, sneaky plays. Um, All right. So this week saw myself bring up the rear going one and four. Jason went two and three and Logan went three and two. Which means the overall standings are still very tight betwixt the three of us. We've got Jason and I tied at the bottom of the board 15, 13, and 2. And Logan has vaulted himself into a one game lead at 16, 12, and 2.
0: That's three winning <laughs> records, baby.
2: That's right. All of us are in the black. Uh, as always, don't. Don't take our picks seriously. Uh, these are these are for entertainment purposes only. If you have a gambling problem, talk to somebody uh, more trustworthy than us about it. Yeah, um, like you could talk to
1: me and I could put you in touch with my wife who's a professional. You just right. Venmo me like 90 bucks and I'll get you a good deal with Koji. E or about there, are, minutes.
2: there are like hotlines you can call for... For those, that. but you know,
1: you could probably just holler at the DMs. The holler at the DMs.
2: All right, uh, first picker game we had Florida State at Louisville in I I mean I get are are we still calling it the slice now after everything that old old Mister John went through? I mean, yeah, I'll still call Some it the slice. Point. Yeah. All right, so we were in the slice. Louisville was favored by five, and boy, did they really just put it on old Florida State.
1: I saw this at ad- somewhere had this they had this game at nine Louisville by nine. And I thought that was like, I was like, huh, I wonder if they know something. Uh, but they, they more than covered that as well. What's final score? 48, 16, uh,
2: around that.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch?
2: I watched, yes. uh, about the first half until Louisville went up like 28, seven. And it became very clear that, that. Yeah. Florida state was not into it.
1: Correct. I think Florida State's issue is going to be, we saw them beat a a talented North Carolina team. They jumped up to a huge lead and held on to the absolute bitter end for that one. I don't think Florida State is on offense right now, capable of being like dynamic um, enough to come back in a game. Louisville. I mean, if I would venture to guess, if you get up by fourteen points on Florida State, you're going to like one hundred percent win because I just if they get into a situation where they have to throw. I don't think that Travis is the guy to do that for them, and yeah. uh, I know they were missing wide receiver. Uh, Terry was hurt in this game, but Louisville looked impressive too. They looked really fast. They um they
2: just gashed Florida
1: they State's looked defense. Like the, the best one
2: four I mean, team in America.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Florida State's defense looked really bad, and I and that that's a problem too. Like the offense, the the offense being unable to come back isn't their only problem. I mean, if their defense could get a stop, that would you know, clearly solve half of that problem. Right. But they just, Louisville had guys open over the middle all day, just wide open. Like with, to your point about UVA's problem with tons of yak potential or YAR retention uh, potential, whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, they, uh, they ran it up pretty good Tutu Atwell, at well, great, great college football name had himself yes. a pretty good day. Um, and yeah, I mean, Louisville looked like a, just a much better team than Florida State, which I thought was kind of surprising, to be honest with you. But they really jumped out quick on them. And, they, yeah, the game, you said it well. Florida State looked like they were kind of just not into it after they were – I mean, it was like 28-7, to 7, like pretty fast.
2: So. Yeah. Let, let me switch over to the TCU game and get dis- disappointed there as well.
0: <laughs> I, was yeah. actually, I was watching Oklahoma TCU, so I didn't see any of this game. I just got the update from Jordan of – like, how the how hell is this? Louisville one and four? Or whatever.
2: Yeah, I was like, how the hell is, has Louisville, this Louisville team, lost four yeah. games already this year?
0: And that's what I think told the story is that, that Florida State is bad, and Louisville had kind of been snake bitten by schedule and luck. And I mean, I think Louisville yeah. is very much a middle of the road AZ team. Fair. And mean, right they, now, like, they, they just
2: have that kind of like <laughs> weird team speed where they can beat anybody,
0: they could catch somebody for sure. I mean, I, I, yeah, I put them on the middle tier. and if right their now, quarterback stays tier, upright
2: because yeah, yeah, a
0: middle tier ACC team is thirty-two points better than Florida State.
2: Just people are saying, <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. what the,
0: the maths tell us
1: it was um, definitely, yeah, definitely kind of, kind of curious, but uh, Louisville does a lot of really fun stuff, like pre-snap stuff on offense. I don't know if. You caught too much of it, but uh, a lot of cool, like, multiple guys in the backfield with the shotgun. A lot of teams, actually, I saw doing that this weekend. You know who else does that? Oklahoma State does that. They basically run eye formation out of the pistol, and so does uh, Michigan. Hmm. So you're still getting, like, a, a official power-running, like, mathematical advantage with, like, a fullback, but you're doing it all out of the pistol, so you kind of, like, add weird depth elements to, uh, to your offense. It's kind of it's curious. It's interesting. Very intrigued. Shouts
0: to shouts to
1: Louisville, though. I mean, we are
0: is... we are dedicated fans of weird formations on this podcast. Yeah, that's where so right. we stand.
2: Absolutely, the f- official stand podcast of the Go Go offensive. Damn uh, right. Mary.
0: <laughs> let's um
1: continue the disappointment train and go to Fort Worth.
2: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we had <laughs> who who the hell was playing Oklahoma and TCU? That's right. Oklahoma was favored by seven. Uh, we thought it was going to be a much closer game than this. Um Oklahoma just blew the doors off of TCU. Uh also maybe a bit of a surprising uh score, not necessarily result in Oklahoma winning, but the the manner in which they won was yeah. was a little surprising given what we'd seen from them. Uh I like I switched over to this as the main game on my on my brain like i said after Louisville went up 28-7 in the other game i TCU just looked soft mm-hmm. like yeah which also weird coming from a team that typically does not do Hangs that on the
0: opposite you know yeah
2: um, Oklahoma was was nastier in the trenches on both sides of the ball uh Rattler didn't really have to do too much like he wasn't forced into putting everything on his shoulders right um which he threw a couple dimes too yeah. he is, he is he's got a live the, arm for yeah, sure and i think when he's again when he's in a position where the pressure isn't squarely on him it frees him up a bit he can he can gun sling a little bit looser and it makes for a better product so uh, Oklahoma really took advantage of the bye week. Uh, TCU has has some offensive struggles to clear up. And the defense could maybe stand to uh, put, some, put some dirt in some wounds and uh, nasty <laughs> themselves up a bit.
1: Do we think that TCU maybe is kind of like Utah in which they – are that team that's like gets a high ranking and that we think highly of and we respect their coach and we respect how hard they play and how hard nosed they are, but ultimately when it boils down to it and when they play a team like an Oklahoma or a team that's maybe more talented than them across the board, they just like they appear soft and undermanned and undergunned. I kind of feel like I'm getting there a little bit. I don't think you're wrong. you. Um, I don't know that I would count like like TCU beats Texas in like a really weird game, right? Like, but I don't think I would say that like beating Texas is like uh, a huge accomplishment at this point. It's an impressive win for TCU, but I think those are the kind of games that like that goes in TCU's favor. And Then we think like, oh, TCU, they like, maybe they could give Oklahoma. I mean, we all took the bait on on it, and Oklahoma yeah. crush them. Um, so here's
0: the uncomfortable I, part: Do you know how many times in the last four years TCU has won more than seven games? A lot in the past how many years? The past four years, I would say what once, twice, once they won 11 games in 2017, 2016, they won six, 2018, they won seven, 2019, they won five. Mm. So, I don't know, like maybe, maybe things have gotten a little figured out. I, I have no idea, but it, yeah, it, it I think that
1: could be some of it.
0: Yeah, I think they, I think they rode. Some success a long time ago for a while as like the spoiler guys. And I think mm-hmm. TCU are the same thing. And yeah, I don't know that they're, they might be in that really unfortunate place where they're, they're not quite good enough to just straight up go toe to toe, but they're also right. not going to catch anybody un, like surprised anymore. So, or it just really
1: depends on if they have like a, if they catch lightning in a bottle with the quarterback, then yeah, yeah. they are good enough to go toe to toe. But a typical TCU team just isn't probably equipped to beat Oklahoma when they're just looking across at Oklahoma and you're, you know, I think Patterson's reputation precedes him a little bit on being Mm -hmm. a defensive um, guru guy, but I don't know that his teams have necessarily reflected that of late. I mean, as evidenced by their record um, the past few years, and they did have that one really good year where they almost made the playoff that I think we all remember as being really recent. And at this point we've been doing this for a while, we're getting old and that was like five, Years ago, at least, but it so, feels it's,
2: much more recent. That was
1: 2014,
2: oh, it was. in fact.
1: There you go. So six years ago. So, anyhow. Okay, uh, but yeah, I thought I thought Rattler looked really good. I think Oklahoma's close. Like they look like they're if they they're kind of um, they've got Rattler settled down a little bit, and that's got to be a good confidence building game for them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. yep. All right. Uh, moving on to three thirty slot, we had Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Boy, this was a painful result. Uh, yes, it the, really was. the half point on the end of this number really did some some painful things to those of us who it took. Pretty right, exactly, I, th- I
0: thought it was great. I thought it was a wonderful line. The
2: Cowboys, <laughs> uh, Iowa State. In I, saw, I saw. I saw it and, happening too. Yeah, just a disaster of so i guess the the scene at the end uh oklahoma state is up 10 the spread is three and a half they (laughs) make it down like into plus territory and i mean for the whole fourth quarter really oklahoma state had taken their foot off the gas and was really just kind of like in run the ball bleed the clock mode um which was disappointing to not see a few more aggressive shots taken uh, just for the comfort of my own pick. Um, I think they ended up punting rather than even like getting close to a field goal attempt. Uh, Iowa State gets the ball with about three or four minutes left maybe. And Oklahoma State just goes like prevent defense. Ends up giving up a touchdown with under a minute to go, um, an Oklahoma State defense that had played awesome all game. Yeah, but looked and that looked really was the, strong. The most frustrating thing, of yes, it, yes, is like yeah. you're you're up two scores. You like why not play the way you've played the whole game, which has worked really well. Like worst case scenario, they score and you get the ball back. But if you play defense, if you play prevent defense, I promise you they will score. Like, and did so. I it's the thing of like is is the two and a half minutes you you cause to burn off the clock really that valuable? Like I know I'm I'm an upset sports better saying (laughs) I fully recognize this, but from the standpoint of like the mentality of your team, like just go play ball. Like you got a two score lead. You, you've been doing this thing for thirty six minutes really well, or however you know minus yeah. three. I don't know. And it's Iowa State.
1: It's not like they're just. It's not like they're Oklahoma. They're just gonna have a just dudes. Right. You know, I don't know. I, I I'm not saying you got to freaking engage eight and go full Todd Grantham, but like you can play defense and maybe try to continue to make it tough on them instead of just trying to play to get the ball back and have to. And do Iowa State
2: whole had like a defense ridiculous defense. sideline catch that on that drive that maybe should have been called back but i don't think yeah, they to look, look at, at it i don't know
1: this was classic though I, I i watched the very end of this and you could just i knew that we had it at a small number and i was like oh no there's no way we're covering here because this is this is well, for go the down. longest but...
2: time i assumed the number was 3 and so i was like oh it's push city and then i checked oh, yeah. the sheet and i was so angry
1: <laughs> see it yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer. Um, Oklahoma State though looks pretty good. I mean, they they look their defense is pretty salty, which is an impressive thing to say about a Big Twelve defense. And they're, you know, they have a one of the best running backs in the country that they really kind of do the whole bell cow running back lean on him thing. And um, you know, quarterback threw a pretty bad pick in this game, yeah. if I recall correctly. They were actually hyping him up too about his decision making, literally as he. Was super late on a throw to the sideline that just got undercut by the safety. Got like a ten yard run at it and just picked it off. But that all said, he's he's fine. But he's not uh, he's it's not your typical watch. yeah. He's not your typical Oklahoma State you know gunslinging thirty year old quarterback. So they uh, they they're they're an interesting team. Um, we'll see. It's gonna really come down. They haven't lost yet, so it's gonna come down to. Uh, to Bedlam for them if they can get over the hump and actually beat Oklahoma. But you mm. know, that's uh based on Oklahoma's talent levels and what we saw this weekend, like I I don't know. That's gonna be an interesting game. For sure. Not to look ahead, not to take too much away from this game or to look ahead too much, but right. <clears throat> just trying to play out the big twelves uh playoff scenarios, it's pretty much Oklahoma State at this point. Yeah
2: uh jason you got anything you want to add from the winning side of this ticket
0: yeah i mean i i think uh, yeah i think everybody every coach made the exact right decision at all times throughout this game and uh
1: brock, brock purdy was right there thank you, you, you all
0: exactly what they had to do and it's what i predicted and and i'm glad to see it borne out on the scoreboard
2: sure 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 yeah. all right you're welcome yeah so with that, we're going to the 7.30 game. Uh, this was game day, I guess. Uh, Michigan yeah. at Minnesota, rowing the boat. The Wolverines favored by three. Jason and I both loved the Gophers and Mr. Fleck. Logan took the took the big blue, and uh, it panned out for him. So it did. I, I really didn't watch much of this because I was fixated on – just gouging my eyes out on the ACC network. <laughs> um, so tell me how it went, boys.
1: Well, I watched it, Jason. You, you, did you watch any of it?
0: Yeah, I watched a good chunk of it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was impressed with Michigan. I thought they looked good. Um, I thought they looked really good. I mean, Minnesota is not bad. Michigan's defense was all over. Uh, Minnesota. They had them figured out early. It appeared. I mean, they gave some points, I suppose, in the, in the course of this game. But they they were aggressive with Minnesota. Um, the quarterback got absolutely ramshackled and uh, all just popped up in the player. air. Yeah. So Michigan scored a touchdown on defense. That was a, a potential Pisman Trophy candidate mm-hmm. uh, situation in which quarterback for Minnesota just like get just blindsided by a corner blitz um, and like. The full like head whip ball pops in the air directly to the nose guard who just like catches it like a loaf of bread and just scampers into the end zone. I, so like, you know, well. I made the
0: comparison. I think it was like the the Wile E. Coyote Road cartoons yes. where like yeah, or yeah. Where, like when uh, when Elmer Fudd shoots Daffy Duck and his bill just hovers there in midair. Like that's basically okay. what happened. Like the lineman went through the quarterback and the quarterback disappeared and the ball just right. hung there in the air perfectly. It's kind of levitated. It was, it, as you know, after seeing everybody walk off the field, okay, I was like, "That was a super aesthetically pleasing strip sack."
1: Yes, yeah, very Jadavion Clowney like blast dudes' helmet off kind of uh, kind of situation. But um, yeah, that uh, so that was that was interesting. But then I I thought Milton looked pretty good, the quarterback for Michigan. I mean, he's a, you know big, strong, he's a good athlete. They do some slightly more creative things on offense than your your mom and pops Michigan team maybe had done. I was saying they ultimately it's a two back offense for the most part, but they do a lot of like short shotgun stuff. And um, yeah, they seem to generate a lot of good running plays out of that. They ran the quarterback a little bit. He was able to throw the ball. They have a decent group of receivers in Michigan. So I got to say, I I was impressed with Michigan. I thought they looked good. Um, More impressed than they looked good. And it looked like, like they were positive. Like they, they could, they could continue to get better too. It wasn't just like a, a, a good Michigan performance. I don't know that we've, I can remember a really impressive Michigan performance in the past uh, couple of years. So, um, and, and Minnesota looks, you know, they, they, they look fine too. Michigan's just more talented team, I think. And um, they were well-coached and yada, yada. But uh, so we'll see how this, uh, how this experiment goes with um, Jim Harbaugh actually getting to play with one of his own quarterbacks finally, but uh, that's the ingredient that's be been start. missing all along. And they get Michigan State next week, I think. So that'll should be, be a nice confidence game. booster. Yeah, another game for them to hopefully get things on the right path. Although I think Jim Harbaugh struggles to beat Michigan State, so we'll see. But all in all, impressive Michigan. I thought Minnesota looked fine, but certainly not. You know, they, they probably don't need to be ranked right now.
2: <laughs> Y'all can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, our nightcap was a 9 p.m. kickoff. I didn't watch a lick of this. Um, Cincy at SMU. The Mustangs were favored by two and a half, but Cincy, rather convincing win from the Bearcats. On the I, don't know. Uh, yeah. I might have been in
0: bed uh, before halftime of this game. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: you. might have been in bed?
0: Yeah.
1: Nice. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, 9, yeah, 9
0: p.m. kickoff, I was almost certainly in bed before yeah. halftime. Yeah, I, was... I watched
1: this this afternoon if you guys uh what were we doing jordan
2: i was just gonna say i was probably not far behind you jason because yep. i i saw the score at about halftime saw it was a comfortable lead said thank you coach fickle from saving me from a golden sombrero this week and coach uh fickle. yeah so late late on a slogan what happened here? well
1: i mean this Cincinnati looked overwhelming. they look really good. their defense is, is pretty good there and their um, quarterback Desmond Ritter, I believe is his name. Okay. Uh, they managed to generate like tremendous opportunities for him to just run unabated for long chunks of the field. like it's, it's pretty impressive and um, they're a little more up tempo than your defensive identity team, your maybe your Luke fickle team you would think uh, would be. Um, I mean, this was definitely, it was an AAC matchup for sure, but you know, like, like the score reflects, Ohio, uh, geez, Ohio State. Cincinnati clearly, uh, the better team based on what I've seen of all these teams this year, they're most definitely the cream of the, uh, of the G5 crop, the cream of the AAC crop. Um, <clears throat> it's going to come down to, you know, they still got to win some games probably against like, you know, UCF. They're going to you still got to beat UCF. There's still going to be a tough bout, right? And uh, got to pay attention there. But I um, was impressed with them across the board, and just super, yeah, super impressed with the quarterback. I mean, he's a great athlete, and seemed like every time I, I would look up, he was like dashing down the sideline again. Um, I think they scored a little bit at the end to kind of pour it on too. But yeah, definitely an impressive performance by Cincinnati. The
0: quarterback had eight carries for 179 yards.
1: There we go. Yeah. Jeez chonks you know, going for a little 20 like 22 a pop that's not bad
0: yeah. nbd i did see that uh this is a chamber had uh either a like play call or an audible or a hot route that was horns down which i thought was very funny <laughs> oh
2: yeah and he was wasn't he rocking like the uh the the hoodie under his jersey with the sleeves cut off type deal hmm.
1: could have been that's an interesting that, choice that's a hard look but anyhow, I am. I would recommend watching Cincinnati. They're like yeah. they're an interesting team to watch. They like just they do stuff a little bit differently on offense, and um, yeah, they're good. And I, I like, actually kind of enjoy these AAC games for sure. They tend to be like f- more for whatever reason. It's just kind of like fun. The football flows a little more, more
2: free, free Exactly. But yeah, that's all I got. Cool. So that that does it for another week of picks. We will be back later this week for uh, five more can't-miss-lead-pipe-stone-cold-blocks of the week <laughs> of the century. That's right.
1: And Bachelorette uh, Breakdowns. So, of course. You
2: know, that's really why people come here
0: we'd forget this week, that's, feels, that's
2: feels like my boy Yosef's really <laughs> about to explode this week. <laughs> I
0: feel like I feel like there's a, there's
1: a verbal altercation brewing, you know. I feel like I've got, got some altercation
2: points on the way.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. This is the Wheel Route Podcast. Find us at the Wheel Route on Twitter wheel route podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Send us questions and comments and such. And uh, the wheel is the uh, the website. So go there listen to the show look at the picks talk to you later this week we love you go gators go hoos
0: oh nukes